What's in a name? People in Glasgow, Scotland will find out soon enough. Their city's name is attached to the recent climate change conference. But will anyone remember what was said or what was done there? It all depends on what happens in the next few months. Hi, I'm Connor Donahue. Welcome to Cop Talk Across the Pond, a joint discussion between students at Penn State's Belisario College of Communications and students at Strathclyde University in Glasgow, Scotland. last couple of years, the talk on how to combat climate change has surrounded the Paris Climate Accords Agreement, which was negotiated at the 2015 United Nations Climate Change Conference, set of parameters on how to combat the current climate crisis. Most notably, the long-term goals were set out in an attempt to keep the rise mean and global temperature below 2 degrees Celsius, as well as reaching net zero carbon emissions by the middle of the 21st century. The politics surrounding the Paris Climate Agreement in recent years has clouded its purpose. Especially in the United States, former President Donald Trump had withdrawn the United States from the Accords back in 2017 before current President Joe Biden re-entered the agreement a day after taking office. With the U.S. back in the Accords and most of the world ready to tackle the climate issue again, Glasgow had become the city of hope in early November during the Conference of the Parties, better known as COP26. Despite the high stakes in the climate discussions, people around the world can seem disinterested and ill-informed of the issue of climate change, even though many experts agree it is considered one of the most important issues affecting the human race today. Even in Glasgow, the city hosting COP26, many didn't know about the event till they found themselves in the thick of it. One of those people was William Angus, a multimedia journalism postgraduate student at Strathclyde University. I sat down with Will to talk about his experience living in the city hosting one of the most important climate change conferences in history. Obviously, you live in Glasgow. You're not from Glasgow. You live in Glasgow, though. What What was your just like general experience with COP26 happening in the city? Were you involved in it at all? Were you following along? What, what had, did it affect your everyday life? Just just a general, what was your experience? Um, so no, in terms of my everyday life, I think, I, I mean, this is going to sound a bit funny, but um, I think the first time I realized it was happening, because I wasn't really following the news in that sort of area, but the first time I realized it was happening was when I got woken up at about 2 a.m. And just outside my window, because I live on quite a main street in Glasgow, and just outside my window, they were putting up the flyers on the lampposts. I, signed, I got woken up by them, like, drilling it into the lampposts. And I, so I was like, hang on a minute, what's that? And I just saw, like, United Nations Climate Conference. I was like, oh, yeah, that's happening. Forgot about that. Um, but, yeah, I think basically the uh, whole city slowly got transformed. Um, so they were blocking off, like, cycle routes and that sort of thing, which was kind of annoying. You'd think they kind of want to leave the cycle lanes open. But... Um, Apart from that, um, most of the stuff happened like inside huge big boundaries with like big security gates and that sort of thing. Um, the only real like preparation that um, I saw around here was for like the marches when it was like they had to close all the streets and that sort of thing. Um, I guess you can, there was quite a lot of sirens of like delegates and dignitaries traveling to and from the event, but. I mean, my personal experience, not not really that much changed. My classes went online for that week. Well, my classes that were in person went online because the travel um, requirements for COP was there's so many people traveling that it would be difficult for people to get into uni. So I guess that's one way. But 
Um, yeah, it kind of was like, it was happening, but like distant. And then obviously when the protests happened, that was like, well, firstly when they're like, oh geez, okay, yeah, definitely. But helicopters flying overhead and that sort of thing, kind of just everyday stuff usually, that was mostly where it went. So it was kind of just, you know, seeing stuff every day. And then when you see it every day, you kind of don't really pay attention to the main things that happen. Um, yeah. So, so you felt like it was kind of an oversaturation of just like these talking points and nothing really happening? Yeah, because I mean, the, the BBC, the public broadcaster over here had like a special tent set up. Um, we went to actually visit it, see how far we could get. We were trying to get through the security, but they're pretty tight. But we went along, <laughs> we tried to go along the back route along the Clyde, which is just the river that runs through Glasgow. And the um, event was on the north side, and then the BBC studios was on the south side. So we we're kind of walking on the south side just to see how close we could get to it. But not very far was the answer to that before we got stopped. But, um, but yeah, there was basically just news coverage all the time about it because uh everyone was like oh wow it's fantastic this event this great event but like you know it would just be commentary from people that you'd never really heard of that um would just keep talking about it but that was kind of one of the television side um and then actually going in person because i went to well the first march i went to was on wednesday uh what would that be i can't remember like the, maybe the uh, I can't remember, but anyway, it was the Wednesday of the first week, and it was when Extinction Rebellion were out doing like a, a sit-in at the uh, SSE, which is like an energy provider in Scotland outside their offices, like protesting their energy uh, use, I guess, or company. Um, so the police were gathered around there, and I got kind of word that they were gathering around there, so I kind of headed down and was taking pictures and that sort of thing. And they kind of moved up towards one of the one of the squares in the middle of town. So I was looking around about that, but like, yeah, just the amount of police in town for that sort of thing was just crazy. Every every second street corner was uh, just police vans, and they're all from different parts of the UK as well. It's quite funny. You'd see like Greater Manchester Police and Norfolk Police, and just all over the country, like in England and everything. So, um, but yeah, definitely the I'd say. TV coverage was oversaturated, but when the marches happened, that was where like I felt the real action was, sort of thing. So, were you going down to these marches just covering it, or were you like marching as a part of it? Um, I was. Well, I went with family who were who were marching, and they were marching with Greenpeace. But I felt my role was more of an official, an official capacity. So I was kind of dipping in and out, getting footage where I could, because we were basically making videos of the event. So I felt like I had to kind of film the different groups that were there. And I ran to the front to get like a shot of the police, like um, leading people along and that sort of thing. And I was getting the groups. So I felt I was more in an official capacity, but um, I don't know. That's quite a lot. I quite like being a journalist because you can, head to these events and have a sort of mutual view and just kind of exist in the event rather than being involved in it, which is kind of my preference and those sort of things. Transportation was a hot topic in Glasgow at the climate change conference. From the fossil fuels that clog the air with pollutants to the traffic that clogged the streets of Glasgow. On the next episode, Penn State's Stephen Pelly talks to Toby Hudson at the University of Strathclyde about getting around the city in with one main road. Join us for Cop Talk Across the Pond, a climate change conversation between Belisario College of Communication students 
at Penn State University and student journalist at the University of Strathclyde in Glasgow.